Yeah, Razzie Awards are mean. They're they're mean and they're fucked up. Mm. <laughs> when this year they they nominated a fourteen year old for worst actress for her big role <laughs> in Firestarter, kind of and then they had to take it. They had to make a public. They were like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And Stupid. Like, like they do. <laughs> Was they she bad? On the nomination. Of, yeah, for sure. But it's like, well, there are a lot of bad, you know. Yeah, so but like, like, damn, it's a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a, a child. A child. For Christ's sake! Ouch! Got this big break, and yeah, yeah, it didn't go well. I am proud to present Ezra and Keith in Cinemush. Thank you for tuning in. They are about to smush. Are you ready? But that's, I think. I talk. I feel like I talk. I try to talk about that in disassocial or just even like the everyday conversation of it. Of like, mm-hmm. are you making fun of these people or not? And mm-hmm. and why are you making fun of them? Yeah. Like why? What's the? Could, you think you can do better? Yeah. You did. I know are you, you doing it? I know you couldn't do that. Yours would be I bad know. in a boring way because you you know what How I mean. How about that? You don't have the liberty. Yeah. The sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I, to just be like. Fuck yeah, I believe in this. Yeah, you you can't you cannot. You force bitches that. can't even spell Prague. Prague. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But I think. But really though, <laughs> spell it. <laughs> you spell know it. who you are. You know who you are. Praha. <laughs> but I think that's something that disassocial really achieves. That is, from the beginning, I, again approaching when it you're like literally one of New York's hottest shows. Yeah, <laughs> and approaching it among, like uh, among the best live performance based anything i've seen in i think the City. first time i saw it i you think I'm i didn't follow you yet i didn't have the context of mm-hmm. your social media for it and i was like afraid that it was gonna be that level be of that way punching uh, down you know, absolutely making fun of and it so wasn't mm-hmm. and it so isn't it every it's time so it just special. gets deeper and deeper into why it's not that at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. it's incredible it's something yeah. that yeah is completely lacking in the cultural conversation right now. It's like, here's There's some, just, here's I, some I've been thinking about it there a lot. There is no one, I've never heard anyone else on any public forum basically like lift up the vulnerability of people who, who could be seen as making a fool of themselves whatever on the internet. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of looking at the humanity, and which means admitting to seeing any bit of yourself in that well totally i felt like the i feel like it's in the zeitgeist a little bit more which is not you know because i feel like sick of myself kind of tries to touch on that but Mm. i don't think it's doing the same thing at all it's not and i think it's on such a micro level it's like look at this person's weird life which like that's great like this person is doing anything but the you know there's uh, I don't know. It touches on it, but that's not the same thing. But I just think yeah, it's it's very yeah. loud and, sim- and symbolic and and satirical right. instead of like what does the film look like that that wants to put a character on screen who is who who just engages with the internet in a way that to them is just very like wow I have a community and people are out there totally. like the people that you post that are so earnestly like. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys have gotten me through everything, totally. and thank you for your support and all of that. It's just mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. amazing. Wow, it's amazing. And I feel like if Sick of Myself had been striving for that, in fact, it failed. It would have failed. Oh, yeah. Totally, Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Thank God it. No, it was, and it's it, you know, kind of as we said on the episode, like sketch, kind of sketch comedy, like mm-hmm. loud kind yeah. of like ideas yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, instead of like a real. No one wants to, I mean, like, who, none of, especially these days, so few of us are are capable of, of really, mm-hmm. everyone's like, all of society is so grating on any, on all of our sense of mm. self-respect, self-worth, everything, that it's rare for anyone to have this sight to, to kind of see through all the shit and, and kind of relax and, and, and be completely, and embrace embarrassment yeah mm. totally perceived mm. embarrassment humiliation whatever totally because um, yeah. if these these days the the risk of humiliation is such a giant fear that and it's everyone just like shares just fucking do it and like, you're never gonna get away from it on that and break that down and totally like, and then no risks get taken no and it's like yeah exactly everything is safe. so curated 
yeah. that when something that's messy and real and mm-hmm. like authentic comes through, it's like it gets, you know, mercilessly mocked and beat down. I mean, this podcast that we posted our silly little <laughs> amateur TikToks and people are like, this has to look, you, you, this doesn't look professional. So like <laughs> you shouldn't be posting it. Like how dare you break the contract? And it's like, well, that is such shit? a sick, it's a sick part of our world. Like mm-hmm. of you, you need to be, you need to present perfectly the first time. And if you don't, then you're fucked forever. And actually yeah, no one's yeah. ever going to, and it's like, that's just not how the world is no. or how life is. And if that's how you think your life needs to be, that is so sad. So sad. You're Ooh. locked. You locked You've yourself locked in. You've locked yourself chains. in and, and you have the keys to get out. You are locked. You've locked yourself in. You, and maybe like, if you really looked at, looked at some people on the internet out there. Mm-hmm. And really considered, mm-hmm. am I ever that vulnerable? Am I ever that it's really shameless? Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm. People get no, scared. You know, you're racked by shame. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Watch Sir Billy. Fucking relax. Yeah. <laughs> Take a fucking chill Smoke pill. some fucking weed. Fucking relax. Throw on Ben and Arthur <laughs> relax, and dude. get your tea. Yeah. Yeah. Veronica, and if you want to feel a little bit sick to let's, your stomach, let's. So this is a this is great because as far as failure, mm. I think Veronica is the furthest. Because like Ben and Arthur is genuinely just like that's great. Veronica is amazing to you because it is mm. it's borderline. Sick. <laughs> yeah. uh, it gets borderline unwatchable and alienating in a way that is like completely not on purpose. Completely, uh, not but on just purpose. like <laughs> baffling, a, a kind of film that you feel what's falling through the cracks on set and, and creatively l- loudly screamed throughout. Yeah. Um, and you said this was a movie we almost watched today. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A movie that you should I know, really watch. would. <laughs> I need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like yeah. listening to what you guys watched with Ben, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I mean, it's related in, across oh, the fence. It's oh, like shit. there's some... It's sick Veronica's in a lot of ways. a movie within that, yeah. you, the universe of that film. It's, it's you mm. know, but it's the real deal. Yeah. Expl- yeah. I mean, it's, I mean even with that, um, though, even with Exterminating Angels, I was like, I don't want to do this. Oh, you, were, you were spooked. Yeah. Well, going in, I was like, yeah, this might not be postable. This might not be. It might not be. <laughs> we might just do this into the ether and like and we no can't one ever hears it. it. And then, yeah. oh, because there is the like social. Oh yeah, and just like yeah. worried that we you didn't be know. To I was also it. worried that basically the filmmaker was going to be like, "Fuck these dumb whores, bitches are trifling, and we should be able to grab them," you know, like. But of course, it wasn't at all. It was so. But it, like, on the surface, that's why with today's society's little voice in your head, that's what you assume when you read. Like, he made a film about him like being convicted of sexually harassing actresses that he was. Um, interviewing and, and this film is s- extremely explicit and mm-hmm. like lots of nudity like oh god and yet he but, kind of freaked it on the but beat. we're right to th- we're right to expect that though because sure. all the examples we get are that mm-hmm. so yeah it's like, mm-hmm. why would we why expect would that it would be anything yeah. different <laughs> but the french just mm-hmm. they're crazy as fuck yeah, i saw climax crazy. recently Ooh. Seen it, it goes Ooh. come on it fucking. I want to see it. It fucking tears. It goes. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm a huge, huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. It, he's so he's on the prestige side, but even it took him a while to be cons. For a while, he was pretty dismissed critically. Like had his cult followers, but it but was kind of a like reject like like a, okay, you're the provocateur, like but we don't respect like, you. And yeah. now I feel like he's gone to a place where he has like major respect hmm. across the board but it took him a while what's his name gaspar Noé. yeah yeah uh, there's a quote that he has about climax where he was like i made this for me <laughs> <laughs> and that's as my it, that's like should. my that's like as you should because you yeah. got to make it for you don't try sure. and don't try to impress anything else or anyone else yeah no because the people who get it get it and, they're and gonna they do, and they're there, it. and they're gonna ride with you. And yeah, you know More that's the only way to survive is to have that loyal fan base, absolutely that intimate fan base, because everything else is so cyclical. Absolutely, can't hold on it to don't it. stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's yeah. That's but the number like, one. Yeah, he's really on the. He's the prestige kind of like intellectual erudite side of a filmmaker whose goal is is 
is some of the things that the films that you love those filmmakers are not trying to do but end up doing mm-hmm. basically something <laughs> that is really like uncanny wrong mm-hmm. or, but I mean he just more goes like for taboos yeah because it's like let's let's get everyone Turning a little bit to, excited to 12 yeah. let's get people a little bit shook up but and I love genuinely that. also yeah. being like I'm gonna make you nauseous mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you nauseous with and they get vortex strobe lights oh my <sighs> god see I would love to, uh, you haven't seen vortex <sighs> the old one I wanna see it yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it seems like classically in his, he's middle age now. Like in middle age, he has really, I mean, he had a brush with death and yeah. he, he like softened. But for so while, he was so much more like, throw, would literally want to bash your head against the screen, you know? So, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, like putting sounds in irreversible that are like, literally like scientifically like make humans nauseous yes or give people headaches and purposely putting that in i love that well that's performance art yeah that's how you make that's like that's the closest thing you can get there's a boundary to a film there because he's genuinely like yes cinema is always like bouncing out of your brain and affecting your body and it can make you do all these things biologically but like pushing it to like a further level much more purposefully being like this sound will make you ill Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah. So I'm going to play you like a keyboard. <laughs> like, bing, bing, bing. Right. You're Mani- like, Ew. Manipulate, yeah. Oh. Climax made me sick. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's nauseating. The store, the the sound, where the sound design gets in that movie, the constant oh. whirling yeah. well, music like is yelling. And yeah. Everything it has is like a dream. Yeah. Mm. Just, yeah. Meltdown. The, yeah. the melt of it all. Sod. Just mm-hmm. like... Uh, being boiled down to our base yeah animal mm. kind of yeah. like instincts and desires or whatever through dance mm-hmm. the only way just like the end of sir billy <laughs> <laughs> literally well, a great dance. little sequence a fun very fun a lynchian dance very lynchian yeah yeah a song mm-hmm. i don't even remember like but yeah the song was songing music yeah it was really good it was hitting it was like yeah okay i watched um a racer head with my uh, parents mm. and my mom Buckulist. saw the creature <laughs> and could not stop laughing. Her that's reaction, wonderful. she was like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> she thought that shit was so funny. She lost her mind. Obsessed. That's I love that. That was hilarious. That's yeah. such a clearly just when something just like shook, hits, <laughs> like, goes into this? you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was me when I got licked by that fucking creature. <laughs> Who yeah. did this? I mean, that was a f- funny little creature if you think about it. In a racer, racer head? head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not, still not confirmed what the fuck it actually not is. He won't say because I think legally he's like. Isn't it like a lamb or something? People think it's a it's like from yeah. a nearby university that's a lamb fetus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he be allowed to have it? I don't know. I think he probably came came upon it illegally, uh, <laughs> and it's like. I don't know what it is. And while that creature is funny, a goat is not funny. No. 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 Well, because like the parts of the the Eraserhead baby and and Eraserhead are funny. Mm -hmm. Like there are little bits when when basically like every time he fucking sits down, of course, it's like, (laughs) and then it's just like looks so fucking nasty. And oh God, when when it's suddenly covered in bugs, Mm -hmm. its face. Oh. Mm. Disgusting. Can we talk about the chickens in that movie? Which movie? In a racer ad. The chickens. Oh yeah. That like the woman, the mom, bo- the mom or the woman is gonna cook the tiny little. Hen. Oh, of course, the little game hen. That, <laughs> yeah. That, then he stabs and spurts all yeah. over, and yeah, yeah, of course. While the while the grandma goes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that movie's That's disgusting. So crazy. It's, so it's disgusting. Yeah. But Came no. out of his like experience of he grew up in the pacific west but like the eastern pacific northwest like edge of washington like spokane Mm -hmm. idaho montana Mm -hmm. and then moved when he was whatever 16 or something like life ruining to like the nasty pittsburgh no philadelphia like industrial wasteland (laughs) he was like this is literally hell and that's like where he filmed eraserhead that's like the exterior stuff does he have any kids he's got a 
few. Really? With mm. a few different women. Wow. Yeah. He's been married to I love maybe that. five. Oh, Damn, me, I love that. And his current wife, he has a child that's about three or four. And his <laughs> wife is like in her 40s. His current wife. And he's Damn. what, 90? He's turning 80 soon. Whoa. Wow. Damn. Old dad alert. Old dad alert. Yeah. Robert wee De Niro wee. just had his sev- seventh? Fourth? No, four, se- or seventh kid at 79. That's crazy. He mm. just he just leaked to the press. He's like, yeah. Is that another cruel? Baby. Is that cruel? What? That they're never going to know him because he's going to die in I five think years? it's sad. Yeah. It is kind of sad. I think it's sad. But I get it because it's like, oh, you want people want to have as many yeah. kids as they want. But yeah. Is I'm it like, selfish? or not? Maybe she wanted the kid. Right. If she was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Because it's like, what? If you're with some... What? Okay. She's in her also- 40s and then she... Wants to have a kid, and he's like, "I'm 50s. 80." Yeah, and then what? She sleeps with somebody else while they're still married. Like, you know, she's yeah. like, "Might as well be my man." Yeah. I feel like he's shooting hot ponied loads. I think he's <laughs> Viagra'd up, and he's he's like, he's like, "Let's go." Getting a position where it doesn't hurt his knees and his back, and and he goes for it. The yeah. swing. Um, I could also see Robert De Niro being someone who's like, "You're pregnant. You're fucking keeping it." Because he's so like Robert old traditional Italian, uh, but he is anti-vax. very like liberal. Anti-vax. He's anti-vax. Yeah, on the, the low pandemic. <laughs> anti vaccine. He wasn't anti the COVID vaccine. At least he never said anything. No, I'm just saying when it was like the thing of like the crazy parents with their kids. Yeah, that's when he was anti. Yeah, yeah. Before COVID. When he was totally. like, who cares about COVID? <laughs> right. Who cares? Right. Wait, he's I like, just ding ding had a reminder of of something I wanted to connect to earlier, which is like just talking about like what's considered a success or a failure, mm-hmm. whatever, and how even tracking my own response, but other people's response to sharp stick, kind of a tenant of this podcast and mm-hmm. something that I would be remiss if I didn't yeah. bring up to Brooke Elliott, who literally I said on this podcast, like you were the sage that led me to, 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 to I'm getting chills for my experience of seeing that film as something that was like, so off or so bad that it was amazing for that and to then seeing it again and being like no this is just straight up genius Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's actually just you held my hand and brought me there I'm so happy and so did you it's true (laughs) but it took you we we both had a double take with that film and then and then kind of but I like wait a second you knew more than I did and I knew that I wasn't paying enough attention Mm. You were like, wait, 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 wait. I was watching with my parents and I was like in and out. There's only, like, yeah. This is something so that really matters so much. With. That matters so much. Your, your, yeah. where you are, your yeah. mindset. That is like, that's huge and to I watch knew, anything. Cause I, that made me know even at that time that this is something I need to really right. come back to. Cause the trust for her, for Lena Dunham was already there. Right. So of it was course. Just like, You're like, I need to give this more of a shot. Yeah. 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 Totally. This Which, matters. you know, yeah. in, in this day and age where basically like any, any effort that is given to a work of art or entertainment or whatever is seen as like valuable and you better not need to use that much of it. Otherwise you are bad. If you need me to come to you and and work to get to seeing where you're coming from, then that's actually, that that means you're a bad film when it's like people love to be fed hand fed hundred percent. Oh my God. We've been reprogrammed by Disney Marvel. Leave that out. Actually don't. <laughs> it's so true though. Yeah. Wow. It's dark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a long line of things just disrupting our ability to connect. Connect and appreciate quality. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Like the Bjork way we said, build buildings, the way we Bjork said, are these not just excuses to not connect? <laughs> our differences are irrelevant. Anyway. Wow. That's so true. I know, right? But I want to. I want you to. I want to get into your sharp stick, like especially with like the tone, like because I think you were so much more. I was extremely affected. I was extremely affected by that, and it hit you so seriously. Because it was speaking to it was speaking to something that I just had not ever really seen in the like my personal experience to womanhood and like mm-hmm. how it feels to feel uh behind and mm. like slowed in your understanding of the world and constantly feeling like naive and tricked and that that feeling and like 
having Sarah Joe be just the she the acting is actually it's really amazing. just that's what fucking takes it far mm-hmm. carried carried and like had a lot to carry because there's so much in the in the oh, writing yeah. it's beautiful it's like so oh, yeah. you know they really all they all ate <laughs> they really did. but yeah and then her experience just trying to navigate being older and losing like her virginity or wanting to be like you know connected in that way mm-hmm. and feeling so alienated um and unseen by her family and just like yeah just that whole experience and thinking that owning your sexuality or owning what you do with your body like will solve it all mm-hmm. and it's like it has nothing to do it's like it doesn't have anything to do with that mm-hmm. or it does but it's like you shouldn't be ashamed or afraid of yourself or ashamed of your scars and all that mm. it's just very like yeah and how clearly so raw it was it is for Lena Dunham oh. how much it's clearly coming from like the an even deep. more personal place than any of girls did. Like absolutely. So well, deep. girls peeked into it in certain episodes. Of I course, think. Mm-hmm. like the Patrick Wilson episode, a little bit. Yeah, the Where episode with the clearly, professor. She's she's a over and over fallen for or or lusted after the the untenable married mm. guy who treats her like shit and she loves it kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like, yeah, totally, and just falling into that kind of. But in Sharp Stick, she goes further into oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's HBO versus Utopia, um, so it's like... What's that Infertility. Mean? Well, H, like she's working with HBO versus like truly being able right, to she, do what she, she had wants. Right, she had a co-creator. She, she, you know, like, yeah, she, there was other voices coming through. But but in it for so long, we hadn't seen something that was just like her on her own terms yeah. completely. Except for that movie that you haven't seen. Nobody, wa- nobody Walks. I haven't. Nobody Walks? Nobody Talks. Oh, that's right. Nobody she talks. wrote that. Nobody Talks. She wrote this movie with John Krasinski, Olivia Thirlby, <laughs> and what's Rosemary DeWitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's crazy. And it had, it's very sharp stick. And you put it on your top. You put it in your film festival. Yeah. That's right. My film festival list. What's that? What's that? Top six. That was like was our three episodes ago. It was an episode we created an imaginary festival. Oh, that's that so we, fun. Films that we would want to force people to watch. Six movies each and we had to title the festival. What was the festival? What was the title? His was like... His was like... I didn't ever get hit with the title. Um, I was like, they'll figure it. My team will figure it out. I know the theme. It was something <laughs> like... I'm a freak. I have a dirty little trench coat, and I'm yeah, gonna, that's how you. I'm wearing it. nothing underneath. I'm gonna expose. It was myself like in a glass you. cage. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. I think about that movie once a month. Thank God, me too. I think about it all the time. Me fucking it's, too. That's a torture, cotton murder, you, child. You, you bet it it's, is. It's it's on levels that it's many incomprehensible would never... that someone would ever make <laughs> yeah. something like that mm-hmm. As out of nothing. First film original script. Out of out of no yeah. story. Did you watch it by yourself? We watched it we together. We watched it together. Okay. Out of no, out of I'm nothing. Mm. It's I've seen it thrice. shocking. Mm, I would yeah. watch it again. I Oh, me too. It's Let's, let's do it. There's It's really something. It. You can you, you can pan for gold in there. Not too late cuz I'll need like a palate cleanser afterwards. Totally. We'll need to watch um, like some housewives or something. Yeah. Honestly, it is its own palate cleanser. Incredible ending unreal <laughs> okay. baffling really like meaningful ending it's yeah. um yeah it's dark <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah to say the least and gothic yeah. gothic melodramatic and and, mm. and like what's the title the spanish title terras el cristal through it through glass mm. yeah or, th- or through a mirror could be ooh don't whatever <laughs> but yeah I mean, and it's wait. I keep um, whatever. This this is the rhythms of this podcast, but it's always in waves. It's always waves of trying to come back. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to say something about that. Like Sharp Stick was seen as a failure By of who? a certain kind of for m- who mostly everyone. Exactly, but exactly that right? doesn't make sense to me. Well, but I think yeah. it's obvious. It's because it um, right. If something fails, if it doesn't. It doesn't have a moment in the end where every single person who watches it, 99.999% of the audience has the same light bulb and you get exact. You know what I mean? Like it is going for more authenticity and being way more messy 
and fluid and undefined and there's like an emotional arc. It has like a beautiful, I mean, if you're tuned in. Like, All right. If you get it, you get it. And if you don't, then it's like, I'm sorry. And it gives, Maybe you're not you know, depending it. on who you are, you have a lot of opportunities early on to tune out, which is unfortunate for those people. Totally. Because yeah. if they stayed tuned in, they would realize it's not what they think. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. I saw, um, she does not make it easy for people and people resent that. I did a double feature of Sharp Stick and Palindromes. Palindromes by by fucking what's his face? Jesus Christ! What's that guy's name? I don't remember. <sighs> Have you oh God! Who made Happiness? Little it was crazy. Weasel's fucking face. I oh, Todd Salons. Thank you. I haven't seen Palindromes. Go and talk about that. Um, it's a psychotic, mm. weird, I've heard it's crazy. weird movie. It's like, I don't even know where I would begin. The lead character role is played by like six or seven different people throughout the course of the film. (laughs) And it's like, she goes, it's like kind of another coming of age kind of thing. She like, let me know if I'm talking too much. I always never, I never know how, well, I never know how far to go into something that anyone hasn't seen. I always go. Go as far as you want. Yeah. Okay. The more um, details, the better. Well, apparently it's extremely hard to get a, a, a hold of it. It is. Which is uh, strange. It's one of his that falls through the cracks. I mean, it's it's kind of a scary. There's a, It's it's scary because you you don't know what to expect. Yeah. Mm. And it's like this. He's a sicko. It's sick. He's a sicko. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, who yeah. the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I was like, who? You I've never seen see, any of his other stuff. And I was happiness. like, yeah, what the fuck yeah, is wrong with this guy? That's the one. He's a sicko. Yeah. I did kind of like it, I think, ultimately, but I was like, there's something fucking wrong with this person. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's truly. something wrong with him. And he teaches mm-hmm. at NYU. That's He's insane. NYU. Whoa. And, and in Wiener Dog, he has a character played by Danny DeVito, who is a film professor, I believe a film professor, or, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, at like some public New York City school who fantasizes and I think succeeds in bringing a bomb and killing all the students. Mm-hmm. So, for and sure. he made that while he was still a professor, I'm pretty sure. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he teach? He's NYU just letting it out. School? I don't know. He teaches That's somewhere. the only movie of his I've seen, Wiener Dog. That's the only one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not his best. It's yeah. not his best. I think Greta Gerwig is in it, right? She is. Yeah. She plays the grown-up version of the little character from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk more about palindromes, if that's okay. Because I'm remembering it as we talk. And now, as I've it's remembered relevant. it, I'm... it really, like, it really does something special mm-hmm. yeah it's sickening for sure but basically the f- what's the main i can't remember the main character's name but it's a palindrome her oh, name uh-huh. it's like ada or something like that or mm-hmm. um aviva is her name it's a nice name but basically she hooks up with i don't know if it's her cousin or something like that but she hooks up with a close family friend and well, it starts out with Aviva is this is a small child, and her mom is there, who's played by oh my god, I forget her name. I could see her. Um, I don't know. I just I know the anyway. po- I can see the poster, the little cartoon poster, which is so evocative and weird. Yeah, this fucking poster. Whoa, it's crazy. Well, she like. Gets pregnant. Is Ellen Barkin the mom? Yes. Okay. Who's amazing? Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. Yes. She's one of the Avivas. Yes. It's fucking over. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We are. We literally were like the next episode we do. We have to do a JJL retrospective of everything Jennifer yeah, Jason Lee. We promised it. We talked about shows because you talk. It's really yeah. <laughs> Wait. So you watched a JJ, a secret JJL double? I didn't feature. realize that, which is really <laughs> exciting, and it is related because it's about like. This girl gets, she's like a teenager, or like really young, gets pregnant and has to get an abortion, but then gets a hysterectomy by accident. Oh. Which is also like, okay. Fuck. <laughs> and then it's just kind of like vignettes through her life, but she's on, she leaves her, she runs away mm-hmm. and gets picked up by a pedophile truck driver. Todd Salons loves a pedophile. Character. Isn't it well, happiness about a pedophile? Yes, it is. Yeah, he's a sick man. Yeah. For sure. Because I was like, who the mm-hmm. fuck wrote this? Because it's like weird. Bruh. And she's just on the run, on the run. 
and gets to this like compound and meanwhile this whole this this plot is happening with multiple people playing this main character Mm. gets to a compound that's like a christian compound with all of these children with like disabilities and like ailments are and they're in like a christian rock like group together so they're all doing like stuff like that she's learning and it just feels very scary because it's like this whole thing is already off like you don't know where it's going and so that's exciting but the pastor is like friends with the uh pedophile truck driver of course and they have a plot to kill the doctor who's performing the abortions okay and so it becomes this yeah wow stunning it's really insane and even i think i think the the line with with, when we talk about sharp stick and, and a movie like palindromes that even though palindromes is like pretty People would call it like in bad taste and, and a lot of people absolutely. Would, would absolutely reject it. I think people would have just more base respect for it because it is very much being like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Everything in this movie is often weird and it tells you right away. Whereas people get a little more angry even or think or, or more dismissive is what it is with Sharpstick or Servili, mm-hmm. which both... There's difference in intentions. Like, I think Lena Dunham completely succeeded in her intention. Yes. In mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and yet, both films are... There's a recognizable arc and kind of movie that you might be expecting with the details and just, like, the skeleton and from scene to scene and totally. some of the tone. Totally. That when it's something completely different and much stranger, you're like, well, what? But you look like this other thing. Like, that's what makes it uncomfortable is that it stands out how much it is not what it maybe looks like it is. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't love sharp stick. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we are the sharp I mean, it's stick. Just hi- like, hi. It just shows what you get out of when you retrain your instinct into this is weird. I don't get it. So I'm going to look away. It's into <laughs> this is weird. I don't get it. Let me look closer. If it doesn't matter, mm. it's like, why not enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. But people like to feel... Especially when you get that feeling that, like, hold on. What's this is making on? me feel it in a way that I never have. Yeah. I feel like we need, and to, that's start okay. a, we need to start a sharp stick fan club. That ass. That'd be Maybe fun. find some others out yeah, there. Yeah, there there got to be others out yeah, there. Yeah, got to be. I'm, I'm we really went to that Q&A opening night screening at the quad. It was like, it felt like everyone in the room was fully about it. I saw it at the quad, too, with her. And it, I felt the same way. It was mm. like... Everyone was like... Period. Everyone was like, it, yeah, everyone got it, I, th- I yeah. thought. The Lena Dunham heads came out of the woodwork Yeah, showed yeah. up for her. We sat in the front row, not really by choice, but because it was sold out. It was so full. Yeah. That's nice. But it was She'll, she shows up in New York and people fucking come. Of course. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll always be our New York. She'll always be New York. You know, a yeah. very specific part of it that a lot of people would want to. Well, a representation of, of it. But in a TV show. Yeah. yeah. That is like... Not a reality. Broad City. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Which has its own value, but... Ha- you know, of course. Not, of course. not at all as it's, uh, real. Maybe more real. <laughs> That's very true. Absolutely. Girls isn't real. That's part of the thing that makes it so good. It's like... The vibes are real. Mm-hmm. The like... Yeah. Intimacy is real. You know, what she's designing is very real mm-hmm. and very deep. Mm-hmm. But it I don't know that it's like outside of that very small window, it's not engaging with that as, you know, those truths. Yeah. Broad City mm-hmm. kind of does. Sure. I guess that's true. I like that take. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's <laughs> nice. Because I'm just thinking of certain thought. like. No, I like that. Certain bits in Broad City where it's like. That's New York. Yeah. Totally. You get it. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of Bo is Afraid. Mm-hmm. Where's like, I want to see it so bad. I, I want to talk to you about that beginning. Oh, I'm so the excited. New York. And that's, of course, the part that like everyone is like, well, the start, it was, was good. And then it, then it lost me because, you know, it really takes some turns. But, cool. uh, oh, but the first bit is it, it's like dark. A, re- a replication of 
what New York City is to to an extremely extremely anxious person who like well, just be, is haunted by the news of stabbings. And I stuff. just yeah, I see it as someone who watches local news designing yeah. cool. the city. Right, cool. Yeah. Where, where if you step outside, when you step outside your apartment, even even into your apartment building, but especially out into the street, everyone in that street is going to try and kill you, and you have to run as fast it's like as possible. Deep agoraphobia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> deep. Yeah, deep. I'm like, and at any moment, like you, you're not actually safe. At any moment, the entire outside public of of thieves and murderers can, are coming can after come you. through your door yeah. and take push you out of your apartment. I love and that. You know what? Yeah. I'm like, I feel that. Broad Period. City, no, Broad City great. really gets that. Yeah, they but do. But like in a way, the that's chaos. Like, yeah, it's like cute. Yeah, yeah. right. Cute, approachable, right, right. Like cute and scary. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, just like us. Oh. Just like Sir Billy. Just like Sir Billy. Cute and scary. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I guess the beaver's kind of cute. I want to be selfish and um, because I've, well, it's going to go both ways, but I'm going to be, I have to always start out being like me, 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 of course. Um, okay. But like, because we've talked so much about, fi- like gotten you feedback of you of like, what are the films that I, that you wouldn't have seen without me that made the biggest impact on you? And I want to ask you the same question. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, of course, I can of feed course. that back to you because both, both of you oh. who have, uh, not as not enough for either of you, honestly, because I'm so selfish. But you've shown me <laughs> yeah. things that I would it's never. It's good have to seen. be thoughtful and be able to see yourself, self-aware. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I try. That's the first step. Yeah, it's exactly right. And you're there, step one. Yeah. For the longest time, I was so obsessed. I was like, "That's the first step, and that's all I'm going to do." If I say it, totally, and then I, then I can keep doing it. And do totally. it with but it. now you know you're at the next step. Yeah, <laughs> it's too bad. Approaching the next. Approaching step. the next mm-hmm. step. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I do want to hear that from from you. I think the most impactful there's a couple for me Kodako yes that's, that's number one that's really number one Kodako Shinya Tsukamoto 2011 yeah um Stalker obviously <laughs> come on we we had a our viewing of that we watched Mirror and Stalker back to back whoa and we well, mirrors accidentally sh- ate ex- extremely expired shroom chocolates before and watching Stalker, mm. and then we're tripping. Yeah, wow, it was really amazing. It was, it was an amazing experience, and, 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 to the okay. point where somehow, like you could you could feel that that would take you out and not be able to focus. But suddenly, Stalker was a thriller. Oh yeah, you know, mm. one of the, one of the slower people. You know, oh, it's boring. You know, we were like, it ain't boring at all. Because baby, when when every bit of atmosphere. Seeps into every cell in your body. You're literally like it has you by the neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same with and let's. I love the dichotomy of that and Kodoko, which is another like really harnesses like garish, somewhat ugly textures, very digital, um, but in its own way beautiful. But like harsh light. Like almost everything feels like fluorescent, you know. It has like, it's so vulnerable that that is what really struck me. Yeah, wow. it's like it's and that it came like yes, it was him directing it, but that like so much it of it from came from her. Else. Yeah, and that to see someone like Sharpstick almost, but but no, but no one did what Miss Coco did as far as just like truly like opening her s- entire soul and body up. I'm like, that's inspiring to see. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's so, it so inspiring. Yeah. To make a film of so much just about like mm. the absolute limits of sanity. And it has and- a moment that is the scariest. I don't feel scared. I feel like mm-hmm. usually, but my psychological thrillers will get me more than like a gore. Any gore yeah. like that doesn't really get me or totally. jump scares. Eh, whatever. Sure. But the this... jump scare in Lake Mungo. I talked about that. A oh my god, that was ago. I loved. That I love that for the first time together. Would you put I that on that. the list as impactful? Yeah, that's know. more like it you. It was a five it star bitch for both of us. But oh, like, but yeah. like but it was, it was more, fun. more like it was like ah! fun and spooky. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I was there. Was some stuff where it was like, oh my god. But yeah, Kodoko like Kodoko touches on insanity in a way that's like a little too. I'm like. I see myself in this picture and I do not like it. Yeah. Insanity I and motherhood. I see what that, I see that. And wanting to kill your child. Oh yeah. Just like intrusive thoughts. Yeah, intrusive like, thoughts. To such a deep 
deep, deep, deep level. That's like that resonates for me very deeply. Not being able to like being like I'm on, with my baby on a roof and like I, I'm going. I have to stop myself and I'm probably going to throw this baby off the roof. Ooh. Wow. And then we saw Benedetta right after. Yeah. And I like could not absorb it, but in in retrospect, I did really love it. I love like a horny movie like that. That's so fun. Because that movie's just fun. It's fun. It was fun. Kodoko is like, if you watch anything after that, it's just like, it's going to pale in comparison (laughs) because it's not holding a gun to your soul. Which I needed a break for sure. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. Then there was another. I think thinking of like um, Holy Mountain. That was gonna be the next one I was gonna say. Pretty but, mage, just oh, as yeah. far as just that for the history, exactly the history of it. And it's like that totally. one, for, and that informs so much of what mm-hmm. I've seen. You know, it's like it's just that's it's in so the embedded. textbook, and just like great for being. It's one of those like look what's possible. Mm-hmm. Look what someone actually somehow succeeded in in, in filming. Like absolutely how. Mm-hmm. Like things that you didn't think were possible. I love. Yeah, I really loved it. Would you I want to see his other all stuff. Ethical <laughs> rules of again. It's like Jerry Springer. It's called Magic Magic yeah. Kingdom, huh? It's called Magic Kingdom. The Holy, Mountain. Holy Mountain. Oh, Holy Mountain. But by yeah. uh, by Jodorowsky. You don't know this movie? No. Damn. We got to get that into your vein. Stop. Ooh. Especially if we have on friend of the pod Olivia Rodriguez. To whom that is Olivia Rodrigo's coming on the pod. She sure is. Yay! She <laughs> driver's, driver's license. license. And then I wait. I have to say in return. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it took me so long. I was always such a such a bastard with with being like, no, I'm showing you movies. <laughs> I have a lot. I have. <laughs> yes, you so do. you can't even think of one. No, I mean, there's there's, there's the girls <laughs> that we mentioned. I mean, it's Ben and Arthur. It's Veronica, Mm -hmm. which truly is an experience I really treasure. (laughs) Like, even though at the time I was like, this is killing me. This is literally killing me. But I think that was a really important experience to have. It's nice to have something really scary. And wow. Mm. We watched Showgirls 2. Oh, that movie is so... Mm -hmm. That movie is amazing. (sighs) I was so thankful that you let me... Put that movie on because it wow. was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's awesome. And I love Showgirls. Showgirls is mm. like hello. I mean, obviously, I can't believe Slam that dunk. it was. It is. It's a. It is a five, six, seven, eight star bitch. It's a movie for all time. Wow. It's so amazing and fun. It's nothing <laughs> like that. There's nothing like that. It's like yeah. It's one of what I said. Like what I said with the counselor, where like sometimes something, something so with a budget, by like gets to just gets to just wail on the lay into it. Speak. They're making an Alita Battlestar Angel. I know, too. I know. I oh, I watched it this year and I was like, I so did I. This movie's amazing. It's amazing. Come I over and watch it in 3D it. with me. Oh my god, please. It fucking ripped. What's that guy's I name? loved it. Robert Rodriguez. I'm a huge stan of him. Thank the faculty? Yep. The faculty. The faculty is so really it is so fun. That I love that. Stop. That like he style and feeling. He did. He did. Spy Kids is amazing. Alan Cumming to bring it back to Sir yes. Lee. I mean the grotesquerie of the Spy Kids franchise. Do you I know what I watch mean? that right now. That aesthetic. Like, all three. All yeah. three. And Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, remember that? I didn't see Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That wasn't my culture. Isn't that sad? Yeah. This is so fucking Alita. This is, is so incredibly heavy. I it's never rated okay, Alita anti- Battle Angel. And isn't it so cute? If, oh yes. my god! It's like- Alita Battle Angel is a five out of five for me. I was and that was on your, that was your three D kick when you got your projector. Yeah, when I literally only watched three D movies for yeah, absolutely light that shit the fuck up. It's legal. What do you think of Megan? We're in New York State. Okay, so we can I post this. Seen Megan. Megan was a, a hoot and a holler. I know. I really want to see it. I want. I have. I haven't seen the unrated. You're talking to an out. Al- I'm such a deep Allison Williams stan. Let's get into this for a second. That I was ridiculed. I was ridiculed the other day in our group chat. The group chat consists of myself, Keith, and his roommates, who you know dearly and we love so mm-hmm. much, Peter and Ben. Mm-hmm. And I, so you know how Allison Williams was married to like the founder of College Humor. Oh, really? That's funny. So back before, like, I think she, it was like either right when girls started or shortly before 
she came on Jake and Amir mm-hmm. as a character named Cheryl. You said and then she comes back after she's on Girls and does it again. But it's a... Cr- you know, it's not as funny. It didn't hold <laughs> up as much as I wanted it to. But oh. it is hilarious. And she, it just showed me something of her. I'm like, Alison Williams is the one. Mm-hmm. She kind of is. She's a treasure. Yeah. 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 She brings show it to you, you every fucking time. They're really short. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Watch them on the big screen. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. But yeah, it's it, when it comes to Brooke, the mm. things that the, it's those that are pretty major. Yeah. And with me, you don't respect me enough to watch any <laughs> of the things I like. Not yet. <laughs> No, no, no! Not that I don't respect you enough yet. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I watched them watched yet. Anything. I haven't watched them yet. But like ben, because of this podcast, ben, you, I watched. Um, <laughs> I watched. I love my wife. I think I love my wife. But um, oh yeah, I have. There's so many. Boy, more. I have an education for you. We're gonna watch oh, some things. Okay. I want to hear. Well, I was talking to my friend Shaw, who Keith has met a couple of times. She's like one of my oldest friends mm-hmm. we knew each other in elementary school and high school and she really like the first time she really sat down with keith and really met him she took him to the cleaners they had they <laughs> had it out oh my god because she had listened to the podcast about blonde and she was like you're crazy i'm a blonde stan thank god see this is why i need a you to come on here <laughs> this is this is actually perfect because this episode can be split into two, which is the first one. Like we do talk about Billy. Second half, it really comes into like finally getting all the opinions that I've wanted of Brooks on the <laughs> podcast out. I'm like, I need to talk about Sharp Stick. I need you to talk about Blonde. Yeah. Because you... that was a, Blonde is such a formative, like truly defined this podcast. Have you ever seen Love Jones? No, I haven't, but I have the Blu-ray that I stole from. Beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. <laughs> so we need to watch we need to do like a 90s rom-com where Ooh, we watch that's two fun. and one of them is love Jones. i haven't seen love and basketball yeah i don't think we should do those two together though sure i think we should do love jones and then something else that like yeah i'll think about it the other rom-com you love like a tyler perry well the, when they're good they're good totally what's that one that you mentioned the Idris Elba Daddy's Little, Daddy's Little Girls. Girls. Is that Tyler Perry? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Idris Elba, Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. The dolls. Yeah. It's a good one. But anyway, um talk about Bond. Um <laughs> Oh no. In your own words, do you know what I mean? Totally. Have Sorry, I, I was I was in my head I was thinking about tra- um Trapped in the Closet. <gasps> <gasps> I saw that at the Wesleyan film series. It's it's really amazing. It's unfortunate that it rips. <laughs> it's an opera. It Ooh. is. It's an opera. Is it hip it's a hip opera. It's. <laughs> Ooh wow. Yeah. Um, and it's just like it is made by a demon, a demon, <laughs> a demon person made it, but it is great. Wow. And that's just how it, it has lit. to go. Yeah, and that's how it is. Uh, but blonde for me, I thought it was like. First of all, it's a fever dream. Yes. Like the feeling you're getting is not, I don't want to say not serious because that's not what I mean, but it's not, you're not Not watching. It's not reality. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's exactly what it is stirring up in people that like it's, it's. It creates such outrage. Yeah. Well, it's like. So the opposite of comforting is an immersive nightmare. Well, it feels like it's like skin floating above a skeleton. Like it feels like it's like. (sighs) There's a there, you could get to reality, but it's like you're dream, you're like around it all. Yeah, like you're not actually getting into it. It feels like, mm. and that's why people get. Why are no, you talking about Alabama? Communicated. Like that? I know, right? And it's like it's not even about. Yeah. She's it's not the about. vessel to a lot of other fucking shit. That's what Joyce Carol Oates knew, mm-hmm. and that's why Andrew Dominic knew that and through it's like, her, it's an opportunity to explore these things at a level which you you just can't get anywhere else. Yeah, that's how I feel. I also think the I understand why people feel like it's can feel anti-abortion. Like, 
No, I don't um, think it's anti-abortion at all. Yeah, that's that. I Did people that have people said that? Oh, I'm so yes. unplugged to that stuff. Is that really where that you thought was, she was going? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, no, You're that it's like exploitative. Psychotic. Like yeah. it's not like I understand why people are like, okay, it's tra- it's trauma porn. Okay, but what does that say about the her life and what her like? What what does that say about what we do to celebrity? Exactly. What does and that say about it's not. it? Because to me, to be trauma porn, that means the goal of the film is for you to get pleasure out of her pain mm-hmm. when it is so clearly the opposite goal. You are it wants you to be to feel that pain. It's actually exactly again we're coming back to Jerry Springer world. Mm-hmm. We're coming right back to it where it's like. You're mad because you feel that way. The person who made it doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You're mad, and also it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. It's yeah, a but damn we're obsessed movie. with fucking censorship. Yeah. How do you feel about blonde policing? Of I mean, ideas. I'm not crazy about it. I don't have serious problems with it, mm-hmm. especially in the way that um, you both are describing. <laughs> I just, I mean, I thought it was a, you know, not a fun time, but I was like, you know, I saw that. It's right. not. Yeah, it's not for it's not my vibe. Yeah, it's just not gonna stick with me. Like I can respect what it's doing in terms of like, you know, the fever dream. Totally, exactly as you described it, and you know, I can engage with that, be horrified by that, you know, feel the pain of that. Yeah, but not say like, oh, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. Totally, yeah, because totally. it has. To, that's when it gets personal. Not really. We're, no, I know what I mean. Like. <laughs> Where if You're it's like, not, what the fuck does that if mean? it's not hitting, ex- it's like because for everything for us, you let me know if I'm correct. That like, it's while watching it, I was like, oh my god, like never seen anything go to that level. Like, I, I'm just like so worshiping the value that something like this actually exists in this landscape. And like today, like ma- like by Netflix, like totally well that's huge it. can't believe that's it. a huge part of it that's yeah. like you're like damn Netflix really something that's like a <laughs> harsh like european style art house like shocker you know lush kind of like challenging movie mm. i guess maybe they were like we're not like hollywood yeah we're i mean right <laughs> yeah they 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 oh. love to just give throw money and say it's a blessing and a curse. Where they, I mean, they've stopped doing it now because they've lost it. Yeah. But Blonde still checked out. It was the most watched movie on there for for about a week. Um, I really loved some of the some of the visual effects were so oh trippy, yeah. and that was so exciting to Definitely see. True. So trippy, mm-hmm. like an anadarmus. Bitch, yeah, she did the job. That's what we. That's where you see the, most, the highest tore. value in the film for you is her, for sure. Yeah, but often with a, if a movie like that succeeds, that's how what I see. Did you like Elvis? Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved Elvis. <laughs> I just, I loved it. It was awesome. The one thing with Elvis for me is the Tom Hanks of it all. Of course, yeah. I mean that's like right. a clown he, show. He yes. hates it exactly, but I'm like asset. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> like, it's an S. I'm like, yeah. Austin Butler. <laughs> chewed. Chewed. Yeah. Put everything Every, exactly. into it. And that is like, you can't ask for more on that. Exactly. Really put he everything into really it. Really did. And yeah. like, is a Disney, right there with, Disney person. I know. Ashley Tisdale's cousin. I like that Brendan Fraser won the Oscar, but I was entertained. I couldn't. Austin totally. Deserved it yeah. just as much. To me. He did a good job. Did he, you like he, the whale? Yeah. Did I you mean, see the whale? Yeah. You did. I had I really, to buy it. Oh, fuck. I, I was like twenty dollars, oh. but now I own it. Yeah. It's nice. I do like buying movies on Apple. I was so like, all right. <laughs> I Bye. really, I thought he was really good, and I thought Hong Chao was really good. It, I didn't think it was a good movie though. I, and yet somehow I persisted, and I do think it's a good movie. I really liked it once I realized it was a play. Of course. I went, Ooh. oh, okay, because yeah. the dialogue's so fucked up. And also, I, know, thank you. I was like, this guy, <laughs> so I was like, this guy has issues with women in his life. Oh, the writer. Yo, I was like, this guy has really has problems with the Tough women in you his life. I, and she, you know what I imagine? Like, I see had vitriolic. a homophobic mother. Some, it had to be something like something that. Like that. I, what if he had the nicest mother in the world and he's just a little monster? How about that? He's like, he I loves just Lady hate, Gaga. He just hates women. Yeah, he loves yeah. Lady Gaga, though. He's just one of those little monster. 
homosexual yeah. misogynist. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one who's so. queer star. And yet Ho- Hong Chow's character is beautiful. But, but she's also uh, tearing his ass up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And enabling him because yeah. she, for her comfort. And yeah. But drama. I mean, I guess she's, I, I don't know. She's more human. Barely, though. That's the problem. That's the like, thing. They are attacking That's one of the things him. that is just her performance that gives it humanity. That gives it the There's totally. no humanity written into that character. It's true The daughter made me sick. Sick. Sick to my I stomach. I was like, I hate this love bitch. love that whole where they took that. I love it. No. I like the ex-wife. Because it's so fucking yeah. sickening. The ex-wife like, it is sickening. Yeah. Samantha Morton came in and shit it on the ground. Have you seen Morvern Callar? Did I sh- Woo! You haven't either. Neither of you. No. One of the greatest actors ever, period, because of that movie. That's another Olivia one. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, there was a couple of... There were... Uh, elephant? Both elephants? <gasps> that was life-changing Holy shit. And talk about in the, zi- That's the zeitgeist currently. That's playing this whole week at the Roxy, honestly, tomorrow. I might Wait, the drag Gus, Ben to go see the it. The Gus Van Zandt elephant? And then what the time? original Alan Clark. It's tomorrow, like, late, I think. What time? Let me look right now. Like, nine-something. Talk more about elephants. I'll go. Wait, which? What? The which one is at the rock? Columbine. The Gus Van Sant. Yeah. It's beautiful, and the other I love the other. The short. Todd. Alan Clark. Alan Clark, and the firm. The firm. The firm is amazing. Sorry, Gary Oldman. I also my god. I love Gary Oldman. About hyper violent gangs of soccer hooligans. And it's short. Fighting like war. It's It's snappy. Yeah, I really am a huge fan of. His stuff. I sure. need to show you more. Yes, he made I do. So much shit. Like, he was a TV auteur at the BBC in like totally. the 70s and 80s. So he was just like getting carte blanche to just like do a low budget, crazy fucking it's amazing. thing. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to I need to see Britain that was always public funding. <laughs> Incredible art. They would, you know, Derek Jarman got his start in the BBC. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. Fuck the US, bro. Like, we're so fucking stupid. Yeah. To not see value in, in promoting your good artists. Like, in the USA, it's like, art is bad. It's for the elite and the nasty, and it, it it's just mocking religion. But then that becomes the art. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> That's the culture. Mm. Listen to that. Get that tattooed on yourself. But yeah, fucking. And people really, the reaction to Elephant was crazy at the time. Because, like, y- Europe superstar mm-hmm. america like it was too like they this, went this whoa was a few i see years myself after columbine i see myself in this photo and i do not like I it i do not yeah. like it Get yeah. It yeah yeah people were like you know people called it exploitative or just bad or mm-hmm. yeah but everyone it's was just like too real it. too, too motherfucking real it's too real You're, it's not looking away from anything no he's such a I lunatic for doing that I at the time that. 2003 <laughs> or whatever what time is it Oh my god. Um tomorrow, May eleventh. Oh, it's not tomorrow, is it Friday? No, I'm gonna fuck it. Oh mm. Elephant Saturday at three PM. I'm working. I'm busy myself. too. Wait, so you can't and go. eight PM on Sunday I'm also working. I'm busy too. Damn. Hold okay. on, I think that's is that it? Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Well, you win some, you lose. Whatever. And it was they're playing on a print too. That would be so sick. I guess we could watch it on your The projector. school shooting movie. Mm-hmm. This is where school shootings go. There's only a few school shooting movies. It's in TV all One of It's in TV time. all the it's time. T- it's obviously bitch running in our veins at this point. It's it's the whole torture what, thing was, during the Bush era. Like it's it just I was talking about into One everything. Tree Hill earlier. One Tree Hill has How a wow. shooting storyline. Degrassi. In like 2007. Well, post Columbine. Exactly. It was like, all well, we what's, what's we gonna, what are we going to do? Yeah. All these kids in our school? Yeah. The most got to get a shot. First of all, the few most upsetting school shooter things, I mean, Elephant, pretty rough, pretty brutal when it really gets there. It's very sparse, it. but it like, it fucking hits. Fucking um, the opening sequence of Vox Lux. Have either of you seen this? Fuck, never. Okay, whatever. We'll come back to that. They, so that's the crazy Natalie Portman pop star movie that s- opens with like a horrific school shooting. Uh-uh. Um, and then <laughs> this movie by early Canadian, like French movie by Denis Villeneuve before he went Hollywood called Polytechnique. It is exact recreation of like a famous shooting that happened there mm-hmm. by like this literal manifesto writing misogynist who round, who separated the men from the girls and killed all the women. Um, that the opening that classic, movie has the most basically like, it holds a scene, the opening scene for like five minutes, 
where you you can't see the whole room, and then the two characters on screen just get shot out of nowhere. It really is just like just fucking puts the fucking hammer down. Damn. Like nothing else I've seen it's done it that. What's brutal. that one? Because that's like almost cruel. Polytechnique. Polytechnique. Wow. I recommend it though. It rips for the girls out there. The girls. Yeah. Education. Yeah. There's something about it. When you we we reign and control and point a camera at horrific, unexcusable, understandable, you know. We need to talk about that. Acts of time. violence. Yeah, I know. That's a that's whole a thing. really deep thing. I we, know. We I have so much to say because right we both lean it. People were repulsed, and also we're we're like we try. It's really a, like flies. <laughs> like, you're like cut it out. Like recreating. I have a lot to say about it. And like, that's really a whole episode. Like. Because I don't love the way you just synthesized that. What was? What did I say? Because I know that's something you really value, but it's just something. Oh no 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 no! In certain context, I'm not putting any any definite thing about how it works. I'm just like throwing. We would need to think of some other examples, not specifically school shootings, but like really real, right? Really real horrific things that happened, Mm -hmm. and what is it? You know, kind of like we talked about in the war episode we did, where it's like, what is the value of putting that in a movie? And in what context and how I'm do you achieve that? I'm fascinated by throughout history, like our draw throughout centuries to do just that, to reckon with things. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not a new... Sometimes we try to clean it up and make it tidy. Sometimes people see the see the value in making it purposely more mess. You know, it's like yeah. mm-hmm. there's all kinds of ways to do that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> how do we wrap this... this this we mushy, can. mushy last half up. Has mm. it been long enough for two episodes? Yeah. Period. Yeah, it has because of the intro as well. I mean, Brooke, what do you want to say? <laughs> Guide us. Um, Dear Brooke. Sh- <laughs> yes, exactly. Right on the mic. You have to tap. Now it's time to go to sleep. It's time to relax and go to sleep. You're all good. Yeah, you're feeling good. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. yummy. Smoochies. Yes, okay. Agree, disagree. DM. Tell us to kill ourselves. Subscribe, subscribe. Tell us you love us. <laughs> subscribe. Any responses, guys. Subscribe, please. Like and subscribe. Oh, and Brooks, check out Dumb uh, Well, we'll be linking her. Yeah, she's, she's going to be all yes, over thank social. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. And June 23rd. June 23rd. At, at Life World. Two shows that night. Two shows that night. We'll be posting about it. Yes. Cinema. Cinema.